Lord your God brings you. Yeah. That's a good little translation. Alright. Mm-hmm. Got to translate it. The reality is, our problem uh, as a church, we are haughty and high-minded. And we forget that God is the one that grows. Y'all yeah. not pray with me. We forget that it is God. Yes, we're going to possess the promise. But God already paid for the promise we're about to possess. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. So God possessed that promise. We forget about God as soon as we get a title. Uh-huh. We get our new building. We get that title called Bishop. They are the superintendent. Pre-making potentate. They don't matter. The matter's in front of back your name. We feel good and great because we got a new church fan. And we forget who's the one that brought us out. Yeah, God paved the way. And we forget about God. Packed up with pride. It's called uh, it's this of arrogancy and entitlement. We feel like uh, God owes us everything. Yeah, yeah. It's about my vision. It's about my mission, my purpose, and my ministry. Uh, my sermon and my singing voice. We forget that it's God that brought us all the way. We, we set up idols in our heart. Eastern countries, there's idol worship going on yeah, in the church. Idolizing pastor, yeah. idolizing the choir, or how the ushers march in. Yeah. We forgot about the Lord who brought us out. We're supposed to possess the promise. We said, I'll be good, God. Been saved, walking with the Lord for a long time. And Lord, you owe me. I hear this all the time. I speak it and I declare it and I decree it. You can't command God. It's like a child telling the parent you need to go to the store. It doesn't work like that. I go to the store to Walmart and get my nonsense food when I'm getting ready. But it's the Lord that keeps you. It's the Lord that shields you. It's the Lord that protects you. The Lord that watched over you. He brought you out and he took you in. And then them chains fell. It's the Lord. It's God back there in the back that possessed the promise just for you. And all we gotta do is say it's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous. Yeah. 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 We realize in the fact that Jesus did possess this land for us. Yeah. Verse 29 says this, a kind of uh, expository, I'm an expository preacher, which means I expose what is being said. I'm going to make it up, it's already here. Yeah. It said, God will bring you and help you. Yeah. This lets me know something. God promised you that land of promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will have problems in your promise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, they see. You will have problems in your promise. That means if you didn't have any problems, you really needed help. God brought you there and he's going to help you. Yeah, yeah. You will have problems in the land you uh, 
uh, God promised you. Uh, uh, there, will, uh, there will be drought uh, in your land of promise. Uh, there will be Philistines and Canaanites uh, in your land of promise. Walls of Jericho in your land of promise. Famine uh, in your promise. Uh, division and strife yeah, uh, in your promise. Lose a member pastor in your promise. With your promise, battles will be fought in your land of promise. Fighting enemies and even fighting your own freedom. God possess it for you, but you have problems in your land of promise. Yeah, we get to the point, we get so down and out about the situation, we even doubt God. Say that again. Okay, I'll be honest. Yeah, right. we, we, we would even doubt God. Yeah. We would question God. Yeah. We would be scared. Say, this may not be uh, for me. Uh, this wasn't my calling. Uh, did I waste my time? Uh, trust me, uh, when you're doing the Lord's work, uh, you're never uh, wasting time. Uh, you just encounter a problem or a big giant uh, in your promise. Uh, but God is bigger uh, than a giant in your life. And a love and a sound. In your problems, remember this: He will open doors. In your problems, He'll make a way. In your darkest hour, He'll turn a light on. In your tiredness, He'll restore you. In your pain and darkness, He'll give you. Resources not including money. Oh, he there's somebody here that realize, yes, God possessed it for me. Yes, I may have problems in my promise, but God will give you provision. Did you hear what I said? Yes, God made it for you. Yes, God paved the road for you, and you will have problems, but there will be provision for you. Provision means help. Okay, all right, we figured it out. That means help. Then it means you hope a job, God will provide. That's all right. In your struggle, you have provision. In the midst of crying, you have provision. In the midst of chaos and drama, you have provision. In the midst of confusion, my God, you have provision. You say, my God will supply all all of my needs according to his riches and glory God possessed it just for you yes you have problems yes you will have provision I heard old person say if he gives you the vision he'll give you provision write the vision make it plain okay that's my wife wonders why I write all the time because of the vision that comes in my heart all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me pause for a minute. He says, you got God gives you, uh, he possessed it for you, right? Yep. Okay. You have problems in your promise, right? And yes, God will provide for you. He'll make provisions, okay? Now, the Bible says, when. Okay, we skip that part in the verse. Verse 29, it says, in New Living Translation, for our Bible students that's going to seminary, it says, when. And in this part of the Bible, it says, if. This lets me know, when you get there, you're going to be blessed. That's a promise, not if you 
get there will win. Just hold on, people of God. I hear a win in this Bible. It's a matter of time. It's win. Wait a little while. But win. Don't let go of the angel. Win. Not if, not could be. Not maybe, but win. And we're gonna move on. He says, when I possess it for you, when I give you provision, and you have all these problems, all you gotta do is pronounce it. Pronounce it. Open up your mouth and proclaim it. Declare it. I mean, proclaim it. Preach it and proclaim it. Sing my song and proclaim it. Be a witness. Testify and proclaim it. It's time out for being quiet. It's time out for sitting on praise. The world needs to hear my God. It's time to proclaim it. If God did something for you, you need to proclaim it. If he brought out the fire, put you from drowning, you want to say something about that. If he, I say if he, kept you, sealed you, Holy Ghost, deliver you, save you. Don't just Oh, <laughs> 
involved if I'm not completely honest about the situation. Come on. I said, you pronounce blessings on this mountain. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And curses on the other. We at the church need to tell somebody, hey, if you don't believe in Christ, you will be lost. Just to make money, a bigger car, it's about your eternal soul. Because it's just like uh, singing. I watch this, we do a lot of building in the city of Dallas, a lot. Okay, singing, churning, as long as it's wet, it's plot. But once it is done and dry, it is done. Once that person is dead, you can't preach their funeral. Uh, they live uh, for Christ. Uh, or they died, and they are in hell, they lift up their eyes. Let's proclaim it, let's be honest, let's keep it 100, y'all people, all the way up down. Okay? We proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you believe, you shall be saved. Those that believe it not, the Bible says, shall be condemned. Let's proclaim it. God possessed it for you. You will have problems. I got me a house, I'm paying bills, problems, amen. Amen. But I can get the house, amen. You have problems. But after that, God will provide a way for you to make the bed. All you gotta do is open up your house. Yes, yes, yes. 